the public news service daily newscast. I'm Eric Tegedov. Another large technology company is laying off workers. Microsoft announced it's letting go of 10,000 employees, citing uncertainty in the economy at large. It joins a growing list of tech companies, including Amazon, Salesforce, and Facebook's parent company Meta, that are cutting back. About 150,000 tech jobs were eliminated in 2022. Many companies, including Microsoft, went on a hiring spree during the pandemic, but are rethinking their strategies in 2023 amid concerns about an economic slowdown. North Dakota is expected to see continued debate in the coming weeks over a plan to ban certain items from public libraries. While the plan has its supporters, there appears to be a large amount of opposition amid concerns surrounding censorship. Mike Bowen has more. The proposal would ban what's described as sexually explicit books. Bill supporters say they're especially concerned about kids accessing these materials, pointing to a well-known illustrated book advising teens on sexual-related topics. The ACLU's Cody Schuler says this approach is problematic, adding that it's a First Amendment issue. When we tell someone else what to think, when we impose our religious or moral beliefs on other individuals, that's infringing on freedom of thought. He adds there's no practical way to enforce the proposed law. The measure's Republican sponsor testified this isn't a political issue, but rather a way to protect kids. Houston has its share of extreme weather, including Hurricane Harvey in 2017. But a green infrastructure project is demonstrating how nature can be used to combat flooding. Once a defunct golf course, the $43 million Exploration Green Project is now a 200-acre urban green space serving the Clear Lake community. It includes a solution for stormwater flooding and recreational needs. Frank Weary has been a project leader and says rather than using concrete to channel floodwaters into local water bodies, green infrastructure uses or mimics nature to slow down, absorb, and filter rainwater where it falls. We have now completed four of the five phases for the excavation, which means we have the capability of retaining 450 million gallons worth of water. When Hurricane Harvey hit in 2017, only the first of five ponds was ready. Nonetheless, it filled with stormwater and, based on insurance claims filed during previous floods, was estimated to have saved 150 homes. I'm Roz Brown. That story was produced in collaboration with the Solutions Journalism Network and original reporting from Katie Watkins for Houston Public Media. This is Public News Service. Lawmakers in seven states are introducing bills taxing wealth in their legislatures in a coordinate effort today. That includes states like California, New York, and Washington. Carol Brotherton with the Seattle-based organization Economic Opportunity Institute says states also are recognizing that their tax codes aren't keeping up with the current economy. Wealth inequality is out of control, and it's not just a matter of numbers on a page or issues about fairness. It's really about making sure that our communities have the resources that we need in order to live a good life. Brotherton notes the economy has become financialized, and so states like Washington aim to tax wealth made on the ownership of stocks, bonds, and other financial assets. Arizona's blood supply is at its lowest level in a year. By talent is encouraging Arizonans of all blood types to donate blood, especially for universal donors, those with the O blood type. 
Sue Thu with Vitalin in Arizona says the nonprofit community blood provider, which provides blood to about 90% of all Arizona hospitals, has struggled to keep up with demand as many organizations have shifted to remote work, meaning fewer blood drives are being hosted at workplaces. Thu says to keep up with Arizona's need for blood, it takes about 600 blood donors every day. We've struggled ever since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, but now with so many people working virtually, we have found ourselves that we've lost about 50% of our business blood drives. She says this has caused a huge impact on the amount of blood available on hospital shelves. That was Alex Gonzalez reporting. January is National Birth Defects Awareness Month. Birth defects are common, according to the CDC, and they can be critical conditions that are costly to deal with. Danielle Smith reports on one resource in Pennsylvania. Birth defects affect almost 12,000 infants a year in the U.S. and one in every 33 babies. Dr. Scott Azick with the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia says since its Center for Fetal Diagnosis and Treatment has been in existence, it has received over 30,000 referrals about pregnancies with birth defects from all 50 states and more than 70 countries. Azick says about 2,000 a year arrive for intensive evaluation and treatment. Sophisticated female surgery team uh, repairs birth defects such as spina bifida where there's an opening um, in the back to, to expose the spine to neurotoxic amniotic fluid. We treat a variety of other birth defects in the womb. We place fetal shunts to treat life-threatening congenital conditions. Research from the CDC indicates a birth defect is the cause of one in every five deaths during the first year of life. I'm Eric Tegedoff for Public News Service, member and listener-supported and online. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.